Welcome once again to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. We want to welcome you to today's show, and there is a lot to talk about. We are Canada's premier physical bullion dealer, as well as Canada's number one retailer for fancy colored diamonds. And we're going to talk about both of those investments today. It gets me very excited to talk about this. We have a lot to discuss on our panel with me. Your host, Darren Long, is Jeremy Wiseman. Vice President of Guildhall Wealth Management. And new and daddy. New father, yes. Congratulations and mazel tov. I'm sure you wanted the world to know about that, Jeremy, but all the same, again, congratulations to you. And Paul Wiseman, the President of Guildhall Wealth Management. Fellas, let's get right into it. We're going to be talking about silver prices, seasonality. We're going to be talking about inflation in Canada. We have a lot to talk about on Argyle Pinks today. We have the tender news coming out. We've been talking about it for a few weeks already. And um, as Canada's premier bullion, bullion dealer, we have had many a times and discussions amongst the three of us with our clientele in and out of the office and on this very show, The Real Money Show, about this seasonality and what it means to the overall industry. Now, we have been open since 2002 and we've seen four very big and very profitable peaks in the market. The last one coming in 2011, which took the price of silver to $49 an ounce and change and gold to over $1,920 an ounce. And the signs, the writing on the wall, the key indicators that put us in a position to see that kind of success in both gold and silver. They've been with us this whole time. And now we're seeing a ton of writing and analysis that's suggesting we're there again, that the prices are about to rally. Well, you're correct there, Darren. I mean, history does repeat itself. And I'm looking uh, right now, the price of silver, as we're recording the show on Thursday afternoon, uh, silver's trading at 15.48 an ounce US. Gold is trading at 12 27 US an ounce. Uh, the same time last week um, when I was on the air, I told you silver was trading at 15.26. So we're up 20 cents. We were up as high as uh, 15.66 this morning. It's come off a little bit. The US dollar has strengthened. Therefore, gold and silver has took a little bit of a hit. But we feel that these markets are about to turn. You know, the cost of production to take gold and silver out of the ground is incredible. It basically is almost the price of cost of what the price of gold is today, 1226, 1227 an ounce. It's costing that to bring it out of the ground. So you're going to see less mining operations, you know, mining operations pulling back. And there was an interesting article about Barrick uh, that we were reading earlier, Darren, about how uh, their the amount of ounces that they had in reserve is basically cut in half and they've got maybe enough product to cover the next 10, 12 years. So we feel gold is going to move up rapidly. Um, there is more upside than downside. It's not a stock. Uh, we're not talking about GE that was $85 and is now trading at 10 or 12 $13 an ounce. Um, you know, gold or silver is not going to go to zero. There is more upside. You know, back... Uh, in as you said, Darren, in uh, 2008, uh, gold was 1920. Uh, sorry, in 2011, gold was 1920. Silver was 49 dollars an ounce. Do we believe that these prices are going to go back up to there? I think so. Um, there's nothing that tells me that it's not going to happen. I look at the stock market every day, and I'm in amazement how the price prices, the stock market, keeps on moving up on cheap money. Interest rates are going up. 
And when interest rates go up, you know, you're not going to be able to go into the stock market and get those crazy dividends. And companies that are borrowing huge amounts of money and the U.S. government selling treasuries are all going to have to pay more out for the cost of borrowing. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver guildhallwealthcom is the website. And if you use either of those, please note that we are happy to have you call up, touch base, ask for an investor kit, get on to the weekly newsletter. All of our information is there for your benefit, and we're happy to help out. And you can speak directly with the three of us. Anyone in our office can help you, and we're always happy to do that. Now, Jeremy, speaking of signs and writing on the wall, what are you seeing now that you're taking a look in this seasonality and coming into the uh, coming and preparing for the last quarter of the year? Are there anything that you're seeing that are giving you the same sense that prices are about to break out or could break out? Uh, certainly, in terms of a feeling, I, I I feel like we've been here before in these type of situations where uh, there's certain economic things coming down the pipe in the financial system, and all of a sudden you see the prices of bullion going down for no reason whatsoever. And you know what Paul was discussing was making me think about the fact that you know you've got these majorly overvalued stocks. You know, up is down, down is up. One and one is four. Nothing is quite making sense out there. And when you look at the fundamentals, you have to just sit there and say, look, I, you don't make the market. You know that gold and silver are undervalued. If you, For example, anyone who's listened to The Real Money Show for the past several years knows what the fundamentals are, knows there's only so much product out there. Uh, you can't just keep selling product at a low price forever until it completely runs out. That's just not how economics works. Uh, you've got trade wars. You've got rising interest rates, as you mentioned, Paul. So at the end of the day, how can you not look at this as nothing more than a gift? You've got overvaluations in one area and undervaluations in another. Perfect opportunity to take profit, get into the precious metal market if you haven't already, and start staking your position. The people, Darren, who have made the most money in this market over the years are those that have, one, taken the steps to get into the market, number one. Number two, taking a long-term stance and knowing that having physical precious metals is part of your portfolio, not all of your portfolio, and thinking long-term. So when you see something like this, you have to take advantage. You start to build your portfolio or you're adding to your portfolio at this time because that's how you're going to make money down the road. You buy low and sell high, and it doesn't get much lower than this. All right. We've got an article this week from uh, uh, the author Stuart Thompson, which was on the website Silver Doctors, called It Looks Good for Gold Right Now and Could Look Really Good for Gold Come September. It's Thompson's take on what variables are in the market right now and at play or at work that are kind of indicating to the rest of the uh, analysis world that there is a likeliness of higher gold prices just on the horizon. In his very first point in this article, he states, in 2013-14, I predicted the Fed would lead the ECB and Bank of Japan in a slow but steady reversal of central bank policy. From quantitative easing and low rates to quantitative tightening and relentless rate hikes. Okay, both are happening right now. He says, even more shockingly, I predicted this would create a money velocity bull cycle in most Western countries. So he said, the stock markets will rise on the back of this. And it's exactly what they've done. Paul, on the way down, we talked about it. Stock markets abnormally running for a very long period of time has happened very few times in the most recent history of the last 50, 60 years. And he goes on to say, I also suggested that during this process, 
the world's greatest asset, gold, would regain its position as the most respected asset. Now, if you are looking towards what evidence there is to suggest that the market may soften or that the stock market might not be as good in a year from now as it is at this moment, look no further than the fact that this has been a market which has run for an abnormal amount of time. We have not had a break in the profitability of the stock market, in the U.S. in particular, has been a shining example of that. 2008, the stock market dropped 50% almost. That's right. Down to 6,500 points. We're at 25,200 today uh, without any major correction. And I have a saying, what goes up, the rocket ship goes up in a straight line, it has to come down sooner or later. And what takes years to build up only takes three, four, five days to smash down. Because when there's a run, you know, people have stop sales in, those stop sales get m- met, uh, and there becomes more sellers than buyers. You know, for every buyer, for every seller, there should be a buyer. It doesn't always happen. Yeah, there, there could, there, there's no doubt there could be a panic in, in markets, and markets that are heavily indebted, panics are exacerbated. So, you know, you'd be remiss not to be... Uh, at least somewhat defensive, somewhat protectionary in terms of your portfolio to say, you know, I need to have, you know, a little bit on black. <laughs> I've got it all on red, a little bit on black, hedge a little bit and and have some physical, tangible assets. And that includes uh, not just precious metals, but a natural fancy colored diamond as well. Well, if you look, if you look at, as an example, as the stock market, I mean, it's increased, you know, 400%, give or take, or 300%, you know, over. Which is from great. Two, from 2008. Amazing. I mean, people got killed. You know, the market went back up in 2009. The people that got hurt in the stock market really didn't get back in. I mean, we've got clients that, you know, got hurt in that market. I've been very, very careful. You know, the, the best way to go out and protect yourself is have some insurance. Everybody has life insurance, car insurance, home insurance. All we're telling you to do is have a little bit of insurance on your capital. You work hard for your money, so have a little bit of insurance. Whether it's 10, 15% in hard assets like gold, silver, and natural fancy colored diamonds. And and I think to your point, Darren, that ultimately there's a lot of misunderstanding about uh, physical precious metals. Not a lot of people really understand gold. Week in, week out, we talk about the fact that anyone who comes to our office and we put some physical silver or physical gold in their hand, there's this aha moment of, oh, okay, I get it. And you know, you see the news out there, things like Russia dumping pretty much all of its U.S. treasuries this past week. They did half of it a few weeks back, and they're continuing to accumulate more and more gold, um, which is just a way to say, look, we're going to protect ourselves against um, sanctions. They've got a, what, 15 16% debt to GDP, unlike the U.S., which is over 100%. Canada's in the 80s. Uh, so that's not good. You know, that's a heavily indebted country raising interest rates. Well, we like the side effect of all this, Jeremy, and that is that when you're talking to clients about these topics, they're getting educated. They're teaching themselves something about their own money and how to protect it and what the value of something is. So when it comes to gold and silver, that misunderstanding quickly turns into 
knowledge. And that really is the key to doing well in these markets. Whether it's home delivery, which we offer, if you go online to our e-store, you can take the home delivery. If it's a depository storage account, we're going to talk in the second segment about the importance of understanding the difference between, let's say, a certificate or unallocated product and the type that we hold, which is in the client's name, product they can touch and hold. If it's a depository account you'd like, because you'd like to have, you know, 50, 60 ounces of gold there for you and your family to protect your wealth, or maybe a couple of thousand ounces of silver, we can do that as well. We're going to be talking a little later in the show about allocated financing. We'll talk about using other people's money to make money in these markets and how simple that is. And registered accounts. If you haven't opened up a TFSA yet, folks, this is one of the most exciting ways to own gold and silver in the physical form. You can put it in your TFSA. It's a long-term hold, gives you the ability to buy and sell, and uh, we'll still stick to our wonderful giveaway on those accounts, which is one gram of gold for every 5,000 US put into those accounts. So those are some of the ways we can get you into the market, help you out. And it all starts with knowing where to go. That's guildhallwealth.com. The phone number is one eight seven seven eight silver We have a lot to talk about on today's show, so please stay with us. You are listening to The Real Money Show on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. Great break. We were just talking in the break, guys, about the importance of understanding the different types of accounts. And prior to going to break, we touched on the idea of understanding the difference between what is physical and what is not, and that miseducation that people get uh, typically when they start thinking about owning gold and silver. Their normal kind of way they get involved is coins or they go to their bank and the bank says, hey, we got these certs and things like that. Jeremy, there's a whole world of difference when it comes to this type of ownership. And why is that? And what are those differences? Well, there's a lot of differences in terms of IOUs, different paper versions, contracts between you and the the person holding the product. Um, Ultimately, The reason why investors come to Guildhall is because they want to know that they're acquiring physical product, quality products like Royal Canadian Mint or Pam Swiss. They want to know that this product is theirs, that they have access to it, that they can take delivery of it at any time, uh, that there's a full transparency there. And that's what you get with Guildhall. You're getting uh, service, you're getting delivery, you're getting great value for your money, and Ultimately, you're getting a great team to work with you that's focused on precious metals. Uh, oftentimes, we will have people say, why go with Guildhall over a different institution maybe that deals in many different different things beyond just precious metals? And we always say, look, we are the bullion experts. We've been in this market since 2001, sure. 2002 rather, and we only deal in physical. We have the depository, we have the RSPs, we have the e-store, we have direct delivery. Uh, we show people how to how to conserve their wealth with precious metals, but also how to maximize their dollar when they're making their acquisitions, so that people don't make the mistakes that they that we see a lot of people making in terms of spending money in the wrong places. So you want to maximize what you can do with your money in the precious metals business. And low commissions. And low commissions. And we can do that whether you're, for example, just buying the product physically. So as an example, we would help help balance a portfolio of saying, look, there's nothing wrong with maples. We love maples. There's a higher premium to them. Let's balance things off a little bit so that you can lower your premiums over here and still get what you're looking for at the same time. Or maybe... 
it's a good opportunity for the client to use collateralized financing so that they're not outlaying, let's say, for example, a thousand ounces would cost about 22,000 Canadian right now, 23,000 Canadian. Well, with collateralized financing, an investor could outlay about you know, ten, eleven thousand dollars, and hold back a lot of a, a lot of those funds, or maybe spend a little bit of those funds for additional silver acquisitions, like those maples that I was just mentioning. So this is the concept of other people's money, and essentially allows any of our clients that want to come on board another option for buying. And it's physical. That's the best thing of all. It, it remains still physical. It's physical. It's an option. It's it's not the only. Uh, you know, way that that you should be thinking about the metals, of but it's not. it's a way to add to the add to your uh, portfolio of precious metals, and a way to lower your risk in many respects, a way to lower your your outlay, and so it can definitely be part of that precious metal portfolio. And I I would just encourage anyone to give us a call, see how that could work within your budget for your precious metals. All right, one eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com. That is called the allocated financing account, and essentially allows you to uh, put down as little as 30% of the metal value you want to invest in. So if you wanted $100,000 worth of metal, and that's pretty average, you could use the allocated financing account, put down 30000 and have the rest financed for you. You hold back that money for a rainy day. You can use it for other investments in the short or medium term, but if there comes a rainy day and you want to cost average or put it down and take that product and put it into a different account, that option remains for you because you held back that money. This is a great way to invest in when it comes to a rising market, especially can be very good. Now, if we're talking about, let's say, for example, uh, silver and gold, you mentioned a thousand ounces of silver. We did just this week a 5,000 ounce account and allocated financing. And that account is very simple. That 5,000 ounces of silver right now uh, would be an outlay of only around, give or take, 50,000 Canadian. And you're getting, uh, you know, f- over $100,000 worth of metal. 5,100 ounce bars. Yeah, so 50, and those are Royal Canadian Mint Bars. In most cases, we, that's what we're using for these accounts. And this is a product you can visit, you can hold, you can go and make changes to by phone. You have an online account. You have uh, an option to pair it with your, let's say, storage account. And maybe you only use silver for this account. Maybe you have a gold depository account or a registered account that holds gold. And you use this as your secondary account, like you suggested, Jeremy. Yeah, and the other thing that I really like about this type of account is you're acquiring your product at the outset. I've noticed that in our industry, there's a lot of different types of pool accounts where you get this sort of very economical way to enter the market, but there's a promise of the physical there, but it's not specified to you. Whereas with this, you're you're specifically acquiring those physical bars, getting those serial numbers, having access to the vault, so that when the time comes, whether you sell off a small portion to clear that credit balance, um, or you simply outlay the cash deposited in so that you clear that credit balance, that product is already yours. You've already paid for the fabrication of that bar, and all that's left is delivery, time, and date. And I think that clients really appreciate the knowledge that this is transparent, that this product is there, that there's no question in terms of delivery. And I think that's very, very important and going to be even more important going forward because as we've been discussing a lot recently, Paul, there's inventory issues personally at Guildhall and globally. Well, we don't have problems getting merchandise, but 
if you're you know looking for a thousand, two thousand, five thousand, ten thousand ounces of silver as an example, um, we don't have any problem delivering straight away. But if you're looking for fifty thousand ounces or a hundred thousand ounces of silver, right. and we have to put in an order, I can assure you we're getting delays from the different mints that we use and the different wholesalers that we use, you just can't get that amount of product. There's a certain amount of product that's allocated from the mints to several different large wholesalers, and then they distribute that product every month. And and of course, the irony of that is if the price is low in silver, there's not enough to buy large quantities. There's a disconnect. Well, you know, if the price is low... In some cases, people are not, you know, the the dealers are not selling as much because people think there's something wrong. Right. You know, when prices are low, that's when you load up the boat. That's when that's right. you buy a product. You don't buy when it's raging up, um, when it gets, you know, we always sold more silver at $3. And actually, when it was $3.80 when we first started in the market, um, you know, it was tough. When it went to $5, we sold more at 5 than we did at 380 We sold more at 10 than we did at 5 We sold more at 25 than we did, all the way up to $49. It always happens. People jump on the bandwagon when something's going up. They don't look for the dips. And and here's here's my personal issue with that is because we feel on a fundamental basis that precious metals are here to protect your wealth long-term. I was talking with a really great client uh, yesterday, and she was discussing the fact that, hey, her portfolio has been doing really great. She's been getting 13% across the board. Amazing. And her gold has been averaging about 8%. Well, hey, you know what? That beats inflation. And the market hasn't really done a big, big bull run the way it did from 2002 through 2011. But ultimately, the idea is to have some physical in your portfolio. And when it happens, it happens. When you, you know, you protect, you protect. Um, you know, the worst thing I hate to hear from, from someone is, you know, they're timing the market as if to say, I know exactly when my house is going to catch fire. one silver guildhallwealth.com, the website. And Jeremy, you're absolutely right. We were just talking, Paul, a moment ago about allocated financing and people can't make those predictions. So like we were saying take advantage of value. And one thing people don't realize is that the allocated financing account, they have the option right now of starting with as little as 500 ounces of silver. That account is an outlay in Canadian dollars, around 5,000 Canadian. I mean, that is doable for most people. And that gets you 500 ounces, five 100 ounce silver bars, inventoried in your name, product that you can see, touch, and hold. It is your product to make the decisions that are appropriate for you. And that account can be opened up through Guildhall. So if you want to go to the website, guildhallwealth.com, or call the number one eight seven seven eight silver you'll see it there. Now, in line with this, we're also talking about gold this week, and we are talking about what seasonality brings us. And I cannot, uh, I cannot emphasize the importance enough of understanding, as you said, Paul, how history repeats itself, folks, it may lull us to sleep. We may get sick and tired of turning on the TV and looking at the same old show or hearing the same old news, but eventually the contrarians who, as Jeremy suggested, note the value and take advantage of it, they get rewarded, folks, and that's what happens here in the market. So with gold and silver, it has lulled people to sleep, and it's it's put them to sleep in a very big way. It's 
allowed them to become too carefree about their uh, the rest of their investment portfolio. They've spent too much time focused on other assets, and those other assets are the too big to fail assets that are going to bomb out sooner or later. So if you are thinking about protecting your wealth and you want to get into these markets, again, go over to the website guildhallwealth.com. Call the number one eight seven seven eight silver Get yourself an investor kit. It's free of charge. We'll send it out to you. And also you can get on the weekly mailer where you can find out a little more and shop online. See what the product looks like. Maybe add a little bit to just a take-home uh, sample that you want to try. We have our combo packages online there, which allow you to get involved in the market and start stacking today. And uh, as we come back in the next segment, fellas, we're going to be talking about the Argyle Mine and the tender coming up. It's a very important time of year for Pink Diamonds, but more so than it has been in the past. Paul, we're talking about the possibility of 80% of the world's Pink Diamonds evaporating within 24 months. And that to me signals the onset of a very big jump in the value of pink diamonds. Well, especially the Argyle pink. Especially the Argyle pink. So we're going to talk about that when we come back in the next segment. And then we're going to also discuss a little bit about Canada's cost of living. It's rising, folks. And inflation, it's creeping its ugly head in again. And we've talked about it time and time again. We'll get to it uh, in the fourth segment. We want you to stay tuned. You are listening to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. And you are doing so on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto. Welcome back once again to The Real Money Show. Guildhallwealth.com is the website to go to, and especially during this segment as we talk about natural fancy colored diamonds. Now, not only does Guildhall hold the title as Canada's most premier bullion retailer, but also... When it comes to natural fancy colored diamonds that are investment grade, there is nobody better than Guildhall in Canada. We are Canada's number one when it comes to that. And we like to talk about this particular moment, pink diamonds. Now, Paul, we are coming up to seasonally a very important time of year for pink diamonds, but not just because people have heard before us talk about the Argyle mine, the pink tender that comes around once a year, but also because we're very close to seeing the very end of the Argyle mine itself. We are reportedly about 24 months away from seeing the conclusion of the mine. Reclamation projects are beginning in the Argyle district. They're talking about keeping on 650 employees to bury the mine and basically replant and revitalize the whole area. These are the signs of 80% of the world's pink diamonds going bye-bye. They will not exist anymore. But as we spoke last week about the Argyle tender, the new diamonds that have been put out, there's 61, 63 diamonds. I'm going off the top of my head. Um, There's probably only going to be two to three more tenders before the mine closes in 2021. The tender is open to the dealers that sell Argyle pinks. It's by invitation only to go visit and put your tender in. We partner out of New York with my partner that I, that he's a, a, a diamond tear. He is an Argyle dealer, and we work very, very closely with him to you know to be able to buy our Argyle pinks. Now, if you look, um, the tender starts off in Perth, Australia. It goes to Hong Kong and it goes to New York. This tender is open worldwide to the largest dealers of Argyle pinks. Now, there's only 60-odd diamonds going in the tender this year. The tender's been going for 30 years. That means there's a total of about 1,500 tender diamonds in the world. 
which is you know owned by collectors people that are smart enough to take that diamond put it to the back of the safe and say you know what i'm going to sit on this diamond because all it's going to do is make money besides the tender diamonds argyle does produce 90% of the world's pinks we only carry the highest quality of clarity Color and clarity is the most important two things to me when I'm buying a natural fancy color diamond. So the color comes first, but the clarity, we only do VS quality and up, um, which means you have to, if there is an inclusion, the only way you're going to find it with a trained eye is with a jeweler's loop or with a microscope. So that's the type of quality that we go for. And these are the type of diamonds that will increase in value. From the FCRF, which is the Fancy Color Research Foundation, natural fancy colored pink diamonds from the Argyle, especially larger diamonds, have increased in value over the last 10 years approximately 337%. That's you know giving you between 30-35% increase per diamond per year. That's the type of returns you're going to get on a natural fancy Argyle pink diamond of VS quality with a color of 2P, 4P, which are exquisite, exquisite diamonds. And we have these diamonds available for you. They are expensive. You know, we talk about diamonds that are going into auction that are fetching 5 million, 10 million, 15 million for large pinks. These are pinks that range from half a carat to 0.55 to 0.72. And even a 0.72 is in the $700,000 US range because of the rarity. You know, a fancy deep pink, which we have a tender stone. It's uh, tender stone number 35 from the 2016 tender. It's a 2P, fancy deep pink VVS1. An incredible diamond, rarity that, you know, we just don't see every, every day. I mean, it's just an incredible diamond, and that's the type of diamond that you put away for your retirement. It's something that you can put away, put it in the safe deposit box, and it's going to make money while you sleep. One eight seven seven eight silver or guildhallwealth.com, and that website is an important place for you to go and see all of the natural fancy colored diamonds that we're discussing here. You can get an appreciation for the look and feel of the diamond and learn a little bit about it as well. And we'll be happy to send out a package on natural fancy colored diamonds free of charge. It's an investor's kit and it's the go-to favorite for people getting started with their very first investment. Now, Paul, you were talking about you know, some very expensive options for investors in the Argyle diamonds that are available. Jeremy, we often come across people who want to get their feet wet. They have money to invest and they've been looking for an alternative and they like gold and silver, might already have gold and silver. But to get started in something that's a pink diamond, although not the prices of 10 years ago because they are advancing, what is a person spending these days to get a pink diamond into their portfolio? Yeah, I think that you can get into the market for actually give or take 20,000 Canadian. If you can find the right diamond, they don't come around very often when they do, they do get snapped up because those are are uh, very coveted. There, a lot of people are are trying to get into those those type of diamonds. But you know, you're right, Darren. Um, you know, people don't go from no, zero home ownership to four car garage villa. Um, you know, they have to get in somehow, and getting into the market 
in order to make money, you want to get in at some point and then start to build a collection or start to build up over time while the market has continued to rise in value over the years. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with starting a little smaller in terms of budget, uh, whether that's a pink or a yellow diamond. We do feel that the yellow diamond market is a great market to enter as well. Um, it's uh, starting to perk up in terms of uh, what we're seeing in the, the yellow diamonds. It was a, a little soft for, for a year or two there. But in terms of pinks, you know, if you want to get into the pink market and you're limited in budget, I would say look for, number one, try to go with a fancy. You might not have the budget for an intense or obviously a vivid diamond, but definitely go with a fancy. Avoid fancy light, okay? Um, I would try to stay with definitely, as you always keep your focus on, Paul, the better clarities. Stick with a VS quality clarity or above if you can find it. And maybe even look towards something like an orangey pink as well, because those offer great value. When you think of orangey pink, um, you know, you can think of uh, coral, those type of colors, grapefruit. Those are the type of colors that you're you're getting. So it's not a it's it's certainly not That's a, pink grapefruit. Not yeah, yellow pink grapefruit. grapefruit. Yeah. What you want to avoid is brown. Brown is going to make that less expensive, but you could be charged just as much for it. So, all right, so th- all those of are this, the problems. All this termino- terminology that's being thrown out here, right. this education starts with getting into the office. And what we have found, and I know because this happened this week, is that once an individual steps inside the office, they get a chance to sit down and hear the story about the diamond that they're looking to purchase, where that color came from, how many billions of years it might have taken to create that, and they're going to be the only one in the world that holds something similar to that. That enough may be uh, all it takes for a client to say, that's for me. But beyond that, when you start talking about returns, I mean, in the world, is nothing is guaranteed. But as we use history as a guide, our guide for what has been happening in the markets, and Paul, you referenced FCRF, but... They're not the only colors, pinks, and and the vivid yellows that we have on the website, you're right, Jeremy, there are times where price increases don't happen as fast as they have historically, but that has a lot to do with the fact that people's attention has been elsewhere. It has been focused on the other more traditional assets, and like you said earlier in the show, Paul, the bigger they are, the harder they fall. When this starts to happen and cash starts to accumulate because nobody knows where to go, this is the ideal uh, counterintuitive investment to be putting money into to protect that wealth so that it's still earning something because if nothing else, we have to share with our clients the fact that colored diamonds just don't on the long-term scale, they don't depreciate. They're not going on sale. We're not going to wake up in 10 years and say, hey, colored diamond, a yellow vivid is going to be less than it was today. They're more. Well, in 40 years since they've been keeping records, they've never dropped in price. There's been some lulls in the market where they haven't gone up as much. There's some years where they go up as much as 30, 40, 50%. Because there's a shortage of quality out there, You know, it's like white diamonds. You know, there's millions and millions and millions of white diamonds. You know, you want a one-carat round G-quality VS or an SI1, you're not going to have any problem trying to find it. But try to go and find a 151 vivid, internally flawless, round, brilliant cut. Yellow. You're not going to yellow. You know, you're not going to find it. And if you do find it, you're going to have to pay a big, big price for a premium. And it's not just the rarity but it's the way a colored diamond can concentrate wealth. You know, when you've ever put a tender diamond or something that's multiple hundreds of thousands of dollars in someone's hand, they say that they're, they're just, they're instantly comparing it to real estate. 
And then if you're in a position where you put in a million dollars worth of product in someone's hand, whether it's, you know, a single diamond or several diamonds in one shot, now they start to understand why the wealthy are putting their money into a natural fancy colored diamond because it's concentrated wealth, it's protected wealth, it's jewels, you know, and this is where the wealthy put their money for the long term. Also, and this is where people can do it too on a, on a, on a scale that, that fits their budget. Yeah, you can get in an argyle pink for as low as $31,000. You know, I was talking about 700000 I was talking about $5 million and $10 million. Of course there are. I mean, you can buy a house for 350000 You can buy a mansion for $20 million. I mean, you get what you pay for. The more, the bigger, the better quality you buy, the better the return is going to be. It's as simple as that. Um, so if you're looking to buy a white diamond, you're going to get engaged. You know, you can get diamonds for five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000. I can guarantee they're not going to go up in value. There are just too many of them to go up in value. It's like printing baseball cards. You know, today there is millions of baseball cards, but try and find one from 100 years ago. It's worth something. Well, and that's what it is. It's all about collecting and it's all about quality. And at Guildhall, we have the quality, the rarity. Uh, we have our expertise that finds you these products. You can't find this quality on your own. It's as simple as that. Which results in return on investment, folks. And that's why we'll give the number one eight seven seven eight silver the website, guildhallwealth.com. Go there to see the diamonds for yourself. In the fourth segment, when we come back after break, we're going to be talking about Canada's cost of living rising and silver prices. What drove them down will also boost them much higher. That and much, much more on The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management on Global News Radio 640 Toronto. Welcome back to The Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. one silver guildhallwealthcom And remember, folks, if you're listening to the show, we love to hear your feedback, but you can also listen to the show at your convenience. We have it as a podcast, which is downloadable, whether it's iTunes, Omnicast, there's many other options for you, SoundCloud, going to our website, you'll get those links and you'll get all that information and then some, and it'll give you the opportunity to share this with somebody that you think can benefit from hearing about this information. Quite often when we find people that come into our office to talk about natural fancy colored diamonds or owning gold and silver, they found it through a friend. They found it through a relative or somebody that suggested it to them that have become a client of ours. And that is extending the education we believe is important to be in a position to take advantage of this next swing. And if you don't know about it and you're learning about it, feel free to ask for that information. The free investor kit, get the newsletter Get on there. Every week we'll send that out to you. And uh, that and much more. If you go over to the website, guildhallwealth.com, or call the number one eight seven seven eight silver Now, gentlemen, we're in the last segment of the show. I'm looking here at an article, and we've talked about it as a theme on the show as part of one of the four fundamentals, which is inflation. And it's the silent killer of wealth. And on our YouTube channel, we've dealt with it in small segments every now and then, that topic and how it robs you of your purchasing power. Well, Huffington Post led an article out this week called Canada's Cost of Living Rises at Fastest Pace in More Than Six Years, says StatsCan Canada. Accelerating inflation makes another interest rate hike likelier. Now, we know the U.S. is probably going to raise rates 
twice, maybe one more time before the end of year. That's gold bullish. That's silver bullish. We like that. That's going to be uh, certainly weighing in on pricing going into the last quarter of the year. But hearing this here at home in Canada really spells out for us how inflation can grip a hold of your wealth and basically lose or create less purchasing power for you. We don't think about it, but the fact is a dollar doesn't go as far as it did uh, you know, a decade ago. When it comes to gold and silver, Paul, one of the things I think we've talked about over the years is you buying gold for your grandchildren. Now you have another one here now. Again, okay, congratulations. Yes, more expensive. getting a little more expensive on birthdays, but that ounce of gold. What's been so important for you in terms of doing that for your grandkids versus just giving them cash or saying? Well, over the last twelve years, because that's my oldest grandchild is one twelve, one ten. I give him an ounce of gold. Twelve years ago, gold was trading at five hundred dollars. Um, you know, so when it went to 1900 obviously it was worth a lot more. Um, but at 500 if I was to give them $500 on their birthday, if they put it in the bank, you know, the interest would compound would be nothing. It wouldn't buy as much as it did. Yeah. Right. Um, and we're talking U.S. dollars, not Canadian dollars. And this is one of the other things about gold and silver. You know, we, we talk to our clients about it because some of our clients say, but silver's dropped down to $5, $15.50 or whatever. Yeah, that's U.S. In Canadian, that's over $20 or $21. And if customers paid when, you know, the U.S. dollar and Canadian dollar were par, even when it was only 5 or $0.10 cents difference, they've still done well on the currency. And this is what gold and silver does. It protects you against confiscating your wealth through printing of money and interest rates and inflation. So, you know, we feel, I feel, that gold and silver is going to, you know, crack out. If silver's trading at fifteen fifty right now, and all of a sudden we get to $20, $25, you know, is the Canadian dollar all of a sudden going to get to par? Or is it going to go the other way? Are we going to go to a dollar fifty or a dollar sixty? Your metal is going to be sold whatever currency you want to sell it in. You want to sell it in Canadian, we'll sell it in Canadian. You want to sell it in U.S., you want to sell it in Euros, we're able to do that for you. All right, I think most people have to uh, put this into perspective, Paul, because they say in this article that one of the driving forces behind higher inflation, and they're saying 2.5%, we know it's a lot higher than that. Come on, we're not pulling uh, this, this prank again, that's right? That's 2.5% June. Percent but, but, June. but, I mean, that's what they say. We, we all know, we've talked about it at length and on this very show, Jeremy, you've talked about bullying as savings. We'll come to that in a second. But the fact is street inflation is probably closer to double that, if not more. And they cite energy prices being one of those major factors. I think people have almost forgotten that at 150 a barrel in 2008, the price per liter was what it was now. Basically yeah. 120 to $1.20 to $1.30 per liter in Canada. And that was at 150 a barrel. A barrel of gas uh, oil right now, West Texas Intermediate Oil in U.S. dollars is seventy dollars. I mean, it's ridiculous. What would happen if the price of oil went to 150 a barrel right now? We'd be paying three dollars a liter. Yeah, you know, you think about things like that, and you realize, wait a minute, or you know, you you think about the the grid, right? The energy grid, and you kind of say, how fragile are things? Like, could things just degenerate really quick? Um, how fast could things change? Uh, are we prepared for that type of change? Would we be prepared for paying a dollar fifty a liter at the gas pumps if we that were to happen? Sixty nine a liter yesterday. 
okay, but you're you're using premium, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> um, but you know these things, the 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 prices are creeping up. We talked about shrinkflation, uh, food costs getting smaller. I have a, a neighbor I was talking to in the steel business talking about how the tariffs have affected their business. They're contracted. They have to keep buying that steel out of the U.S. no matter what. So they just have to pay those higher prices. And what do you do? You have to pass those on to the consumer eventually. How do you handle that type of inflation? There's a lot of different economic factors that are going into that. It's not magic. It's just a lot of different factors. And at the end of the day, what do you do to protect against the fact that things just keep going up and up and up in price? And if your real-term income isn't rising with it, you've got to figure out a way to make money. Now, a lot of people have jumped into real estate. A lot of people have jumped in the stock market and they've done well. And that is great. Coming to an end though. But things can change rapidly. And they are. You have to hedge. You've got to have some physical tangible assets in your portfolio. People love precious metals, one, because it does that job. And you look at the numbers, especially on gold, it's had three down years in 15 years. You show me an advisor who's had only three down years in 15 years, two of which were under 3%. They don't exist. Number two, it's done its job. It's risen over 300%. It's given you an average of 8% a year, 9% a year uh, in terms of rising value on gold, which is fantastic. So get some into your physical, get some physical into your portfolio, protect yourself. And if you've taken care of that liquidity side of things, the fact that you can liquidate gold immediately, you can take delivery immediately, you can get the cash very, very quickly. If you've taken care of that, Now let's look at a natural fancy colored diamond for the long term where you can, the longer you hold it, it the better you do. Exactly. Exactly. So the idea is to buy two and you hold on to one for a long, long time. And the other one you sell down the road, you take your profit back. Or, you know, you could do- uh, Which happened this week. Yeah. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. You could also do an engagement ring and do a colored diamond, like a yellow diamond, which they have continued to rise in value versus white. They show um, a great individuality. People are always, "Mm, that's interesting. That looks different. Uh, We do natural fancy colored diamond jewelry at Guildhall. It's uh, custom, really, really high quality. Uh, we're not paying for major retail stores um, and all of that retail space, so you're getting much, much better value. And, of course, since those diamonds are going up in value, if you're passing it on generation to generation, you know that what you're passing down has not just sentimental value but uh, but monetary value as well. well. But it's like taking two coffee cans, putting $10,000 cash in it, and then putting a diamond in a, in a coffee can and burying them both. You know, in 10 years' time, what you got? You got $10,000, whether it's Canadian or US, that's depreciated in value. Yeah, it's, I mean, worth, what's the buying it's worth like 60000 And 6, then you've 000. got a, a, a diamond, just say it was $10,000. What is that $10,000 diamond? It could be worth twenty. It could be worth $30,000. It all depends whether it's a yellow or a pink or the quality of that diamond. But I'm giving you just an example of $10,000 cash versus $10,000 in an asset of a hard asset even if it's gold or silver or a diamond which one's going to be worth more 
1-877-8-SILVER, guildhallwealth.com is the website. Remember, folks, if it's home delivery you want, that's an option. You can go to our online e-store. There's combo package there to get you started. You can start stacking right away. Add to the stack you already have, whether it's silver, gold, or maybe you want to dip your toe into some platinum or palladium. It's there on our website in coin and bar form and lots of different options for you there. If you want to put that product into the depository, have it stored for you, ease of liquidity, buying and selling on a phone call and be able to go and visit your product, get your inventory and uh, have the insurance and peace of mind that the product is held in a certified bullion depository. We can help you with that as well. Putting this into your TFSA or RRSP, that's also something that we do. And uh, physical gold or silver into your registered accounts, that might be the exact ticket you need to take advantage of over the long term for people that are looking either to put it maybe into their Lira or have never had a TFSA before, or for people that have existing RRSPs that have either broken even, loss, or have made money but are now ready to be put into something else. We can help you get through that as well. And earlier in the show, we talked about allocated financing, the concept of other people's money. Remember those accounts, you can start with as little as 500 ounces of silver. It's about $5,000 investment, and that's five 100-ounce bars. You get and maintain those 500-100-ounce uh, bars, and you get to own those, visit them, again, physical, with inventory, but instead of laying out 100% of the value, you're laying out only 30% of that value. Those are all options with Guildhall Wealth. Now, before we go, fellas, in this week's show, we're coming down to an end. There's an article here posted by uh, a gentleman named, the author is named Mr. Shaw. It was on Commodity Trade Mantra and talking about Ted Butler, an old friend uh, of the silver industry, been around a long time, a big voice in the silver uh, industry as an analyst. And he's saying, and the title says, silver prices, what drove them down will also boost them much higher. Now, Mr. Shaw, the author here, suggests that Butler has basically said that what took silver prices from the highs of $49 all the way down to the lows of where we are today uh, is the same set of circumstances that will drive prices higher and not in the long term. Butler believes that this is about to happen, that in fact, the last seven years have lulled people to sleep. They've forgotten about the true meaning of what real hard assets are and how to protect their wealth. And this is the particular moment where the big holders that have effectively worked together to suppress uh, the price a little bit every now and then are really going to take advantage of it. And we'd like for our listeners to be part of that market. So we're going to put this article uh, up on our LinkedIn page. We'll probably send it out with our weekly uh, emailer. And what he's basically saying is that Butler predicts a turning point is very close and uh, he thinks that uh, the primary culprit or the primary instigator that will push this higher will be JP Morgan which as a financial institution has amassed a huge stockpile of silver during dwindling prices in fact they're up over 140 million ounces in their holdings they didn't even have a vault in 2010 folks so that's an incredible turn of events but realize that what uh, has happened here is that we've never lost sight of the fact that institutions like JP Morgan and others who have perhaps, if you've read, manipulated the price of silver are also the ones that will let the price go much, much higher. We think that's about to happen, and this could mean silver's return to $49 is very imminent. So we want to get you into these markets. We want you to take advantage of everything we've said today. Call for the package. The number is one eight seven seven eight silver 
or over to guildhallwealth.com. We'll continue the conversation on our podcast this week. Jeremy will have a blog up and we'll be getting a little bit more information going on our YouTube channel as well. So share it, like it, and we want to thank you for listening to this week's Real Money Show with Guildhall Wealth Management. You've been listening on Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.